welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 20. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the Scotsman himself, Ross Miller. Hello. Ross, you sexy beast. How you doing? I'm fantastic, Cody. How are you? I'm all good. I'm all good. Uh, you know, been a long week. It's been a yeah. lot of gaming this week. Um, let's introduce our guest this month, because we said that each month we're going to have a guest. Um, this guy, who's on the podcast, is he broke my podcast virginity. He's the man behind the logo. He's the man behind the intros. He's the man that does pretty much everything for me when I need him. Kevin Tarney, how you doing, sir? Hey, how you doing? First things first, we have to slag you off because you've got shit audio. Cheers, mate. That's all good, geezer. <laughs> um, Kev, for the people that don't know you, who are you? What do you do? Um, I'm one of the podcast members on the Out Lives podcast with Ross. And like you said, I just like help you out with video and like images and stuff. And yeah, more of the back end stuff. He's a tech Dude. guy. He's a tech guy. <laughs> Ross, do you know what? Ross put it perfectly. He's like the most talented person out of all of us, but he's not the one in front of the camera all the fucking time. Yeah. I, I would like to describe myself as a jack of all trades and yeah. like master of none. <laughs> <laughs> no, for everyone who got into this podcast because of the uh, logo, which is a tons of IGM fans because they loved it over there. They were absolutely crazy for it. This is the guy. This is the man behind the plan. I give him like a sketch drawing of what I want and go, here you go. Can you make something of this? And he goes, here we go. Let's do this. And then I say, I don't want that one. I want this one. And then, yeah. That's how it goes. Well, it was all your ideas, so you take the credit. I can't take the credit because it was all <laughs> Haley's idea, unfortunately all right, sorry, for me. Haley's idea. <laughs> unfortunately for me. Anyway, Ross? Yo. You did the show notes this week. Yes. And you ripped <laughs> so much stuff that I was like, I have to cut off this out because I'm not reading all this shit. I end up reading most of it anyway most weeks, so... <laughs> good point, good point. Anyway, this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by OutAlives.net. That's them two guys right there. Go over there and support them. Support the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash... Ross, help me out. What? Outerwise pod? Is that the YouTube channel, yeah? <laughs> what? It's uh, so bright. <laughs> anyway, and mcfixer.co.uk. And this is the first week ever that we have an advertisement. Ross, we Ooh. fucking made it. Yay. We it's fucking EA made access. it. It's not EA Access. We're, we're coming for EA Access. We, we will take your money and we will promote EA Access for a price this time because we're not promoting it no more. Wait, does but, that mean I get an appearance fee? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> so this episode is actually brought to you by a guy called Mike Lynch. And let me read this for you. So do you like video games? Well, of course you do because you're watching my Xbox and me right now or youtube.com slash mcfixer. Well, if you want to spend more time watching YouTube and Twitch, check out Mike Lynch at youtube.com slash Mike Lynch and his Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch streams on Twitch. And uh, give him a follow. Give him a subscribe. Give him some love from the My Xbox and Me community if you can. Um, I'd really appreciate it. I know Mike would. Um, he's supporting the show this month on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, and I really appreciate it. He's got an amazing interviews over there. He's got one with Greg Miller. So I think a lot of people would love to check that out. He's got tons of Let's Plays. Um, and again, check it out. Mike Lynch uh, on YouTube and twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch streams. Um, go show him some love, guys. Mike, thank you so much for the uh, promotion that you're getting. So there you go. Russ, Yo. what's been in your box this week, sir? UFC 2. 
You fucking liar. You know what I want to talk about. Why the fuck did you start with this? You fucking liar. Okay, Kevin, Kevin, shut up, Russ. Kevin.Tani, what's Hello. been in your box this week? Uh, oh, the division. Lovely. That's And Kev, I need to just start this off by saying you are an Xbox player, correct? I am indeed, only. So, not like this Mr. Moody fellow nah. who comes on this who comes on this show and talks about PlayStation. You're Xbox like the rest of I us. I am hardcore Xbox. It's like cool. just 360 that- straight to Xbox One, no PS3, no PS4. But I had to, you gotta admit, I had to convince you for the Xbox One because you were you were sat, you slipping <laughs> away to a PS4. I was just waiting. I was waiting till the games were out. That's what I was yeah. doing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, the division. The division is what I want to talk about this week because I have been doing twenty-four hour live streams with at Alfredo Plays. Uh, check him out and my Twitch.tv slash MC Fixer channel. Man, this game. Kev, what do you think of it? First of all, I am loving it. And the thing I love about this game is that you mean I've tried playing it in single player and I found that it's actually quite a difficult game. I was expecting it to be quite easy and it's all based around having to play in the team. Yeah. Definitely. And I think they've like built all these classes and like these setups and working in the team is what it's all about, which I'm really enjoying. Yeah. Um I'm yeah, it's crazy. Russ, are you enjoying the division? We'll talk about UFC after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh no I totally am like I feel a bit behind just we work this week, you know, use a hitting level 30 and things, and I'm in 15. But, you know, like, it was just any time that I've done, like this afternoon, um, shout out to Rick Crossley, the two of us were just playing some side missions and doing stuff, and doing some Dark Zone stuff, and it's phenomenal. You know, it's... You you spend more time in your inventory than you do actually playing the game. <laughs> That's so true. Walking, sim- <laughs> walking simulator, 100%. Um, uh, I've shot a few dogs, because I'm that guy. You're an animal. I hate. I've been like yeah, I said, I'm playing with Alfredo, and that's what he does. He just walks along. And he goes, "Oh, okay, boom, shoot." Like, oh, yeah, I know. I didn't notice you get XP. <laughs> why? Why, uh, why would you not shoot the dog? It's a fictional tr- object. True. I've been shooting the rats. Sorry, if shoot- that helps. Do you get XP for shooting rats? I think you do. Numbers pop up, so I'm hoping. Good. I'm it's, glad. It's minus. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm really loving the game. I've uh, I've hit level. Let's talk about our levels quickly. Um, I've just I've hit level thirty in the main and completed the story and most of the sides. Um, and I'm level thirty two in the dark zone. So, Kev, what level are you at? Uh, I believe I'm twenty three now. I've just hit twenty three. Cool. And Rush, you're fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. So we're all at different spectrums of the game, really. I'm sort of at the end now, and I'm dark, dark zone grinding. So I'm grinding that for my yellow gear. Um, Kev, I think you're just hitting purples. Uh, yeah, I actually had my first purple drop today. So, are you finding the grind is fun? Because that's what I think's key. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I've just thing is, I've only got like one main story mission to do, and at the moment, I'm just doing like all the side content, like trying to like empty the areas of all the side missions and stuff. So I'm really enjoying it actually, just wandering around the city, looking at stuff, going in buildings. Good fun. Cool. And Russ, whereabouts have you? Whereabouts are you actually up to in the story? Not that far. Um, Fair I've enough. got seven out of ten in the medical wing, and three out of ten in the other two. So not okay. that, that not that not that far. Mainly doing sides and things because you know the way I play is I might only have half an hour, so I can jump in, do a side, jump off. Yeah. So uh, you know it's going to take me longer than you guys to get through all this, but I always knew it would. 
Of course. Um, but when you, so, when you just get all the board, you can come back and help me out. <laughs> I'm actually power leveling Hayley right now. We played, me, me, Hayley, and Kev played yesterday. Me and Hayley played this morning, and she's hit level 14 now, Kev, just to let you know. Gee, she's got there fast, <laughs> hasn't she? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. But um, it's no fun for her, because I'm just going around killing everything. So I'm like, she's stand back. You, <laughs> you were playing with us just I was like, Hayley, stop going forward. Stand with Kev. Hide <laughs> <laughs> with Kev at the back. Right. Go on, Ke- uh, Ross. So I, I'm ridiculously playing three uh, Ubisoft games at the same time. Far Cry Primal. Oh, four. The Division. Four. Four, then. Oh, <laughs> go on. What, what are the four? Sorry. Far Cry Primal. Yeah. The Division. Yeah. Siege. Yeah. And Syndicate. Oh, Have you started Syndicate? I did, yeah. That <laughs> 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 night when I was waiting for it to come out at midnight, and I was like, oh, am I sitting? I'm up, am I sitting? Up? And I think I was playing something with you, wasn't I? And then... Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I was like, I'll just stick this in and play through the first bits of it. So I'm about three hours into Syndicate as well. I start things and then I go away. I'm not into Primal, by the way, that's one thing. Hey, we'll get to Primal. We'll yeah. get to Primal. Um, but that is what's been in our box this week. It's The Division. We're going to talk about more about The Decision. Uh, the Decision? Oh, God. It's going to be one of those days again, um, the division, a bit later on in the show. Um, let's talk about the reviews of the week. That's what come out this this week or last week, I should say. Um, so the division come out. GameSpot has given it eight. I checked IGN's website. Still no uh, review as of the day of recording. Um, and I couldn't find anything on Destructoid. If you had to give the game a score, I know you're very early in, Ross, and you're kind of midway through, Kevin. I'm kind of at the end. If you, I know you don't like scores, so... I know it's hard for me to say this, but what would you give it roughly? As of the point you're at right now, me, eight. yeah, eight. Okay, yeah, I think I'd agree. Eight. I mean, like you say, it was pretty early, and I think a lot of the game is going to be in the end game content. So, yeah, I totally to see agree. Where it goes after that. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with both of you. I'd give the game an eight. Uh, the only thing I'd say that really lets it down, which I think me and Kev actually disagree with, but is the story. I don't mm. like how they tell the story of the division. The cutscenes I'm interested in, the extra footage you get, which I'm not going to spoil for anybody, but mm. that's that's really cool. All of those sort of cutscenes are really cool and interesting. But who am I? I'm just some guy. The and thing is, yeah, the thing is, I think the story isn't about your character. I think it's the story about the city instead. It's, yeah, yeah. It's definitely about the world, not about you yeah. as a character. Yeah. It's about this has happened on Black Friday. Your job is to help mm. with amongst of millions of other people because that's sort of how I have taken it myself anyway. Like, you're helping the world just as much as I am. Like, your character. We're in the same world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, but there's, it, yeah, I just, I didn't really, I wasn't interested in the story at all, which is disappointing because I had the same thing with um, the Destiny. This, there was no story. There's more story in this than there is Destiny, though. The echoes and things are the story, I think through the echoes and listen to little audio clips and stuff there's a lot there's a lot there oh there's a lot there I just don't like how they've done it that's the right, only okay. problem I just, the echoes really bug me if I'm honest it's like click interest here click interest here collect it, it. I'm not uh, the biggest fan of the echoes but I think a really cool thing they've done is like they've got different video feeds so they've got like CCTV yeah. they've got like yeah dash cam footage i think that's really cool and a really unique way of telling story and i'm really yeah. enjoying watching those every time i unlock one i've watched that's the one... subway one three times <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing i will give them if you want to go talk about uniqueness 
This mm. the storytelling in this game is unique. I don't think there's a game out there that tells a story in this way. So, yeah, I'd no. agree. Yeah. Enough. Go on, Russ. We've got something else to add on that. Sorry. The reason why I said I uh, mentioned that I was playing four Ubisoft games earlier on is because I can see bits of each of them in the division. Mm. Like, Interesting. Far, Far Cry, I know it's primal, but if you look to Far Cry 4, you were crafting individual items, deconstructing items, things like that. Um, and the movement is very sort of watchdogs, Assassin's Creed, doesn't it? Yeah. The relevant tech thing. Um, and then you've got sort of the siege with the Tom Clancy stuff. I, I don't know, it feels as if they've learned from all the other games that they've made over the years, and it's all been building up for this. Interesting. You know that way, like, yeah. you, you can, it's almost as if Watch Dogs was a tech demo for The Division, because you can see yeah. they took the stuff that worked from that and put it in. Yeah, um, do you know what? I agree yeah. with you there. I yeah. do agree with you there, to be fair. Uh, we've got to move on. Sorry. Oh, go on, Kev. You've got one last thing to add. No, no. Carry on. It's fine. Yeah. I want to move on to another game that I know Ross has played. I haven't got around to playing yet. I'm not mm. a big fan of the series. I don't know what Kev, if Kev's played. I think he's been playing The Division all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's not looking but, at uh, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hitman. Hitman yeah. come out, Ross. Mm. Um, Destructoid gave it a 7. Mm-hmm. GameSpot gave it a 7. Mm-hmm. IGN gave it a 7.9. Um, I read an article just before I come on here about how it's a really phenomenal game, actually. Yeah. And the one thing I will add here is I feel like it's hit at the wrong time because everyone's so on the division. But the thing they've got helping it is it is only episode one. Yeah, no, that is, that is exactly correct. And I think, um, I'll tell you what, for what you get for 11 quid, it's worth it. Because we were talking about this last week, weren't yeah. we, I think? Or it might have been off air, actually. Um so, are you enjoying it? That's the key. Uh, thing. Yeah, the I'm, I'm. It's it's great fun. It is just a total sandbox. It's very different from Absolution that you're not forced through a story. Um, and I like it. I really do like it. And this is only... You've only got the training missions in Paris, one sort of main mission to, to deal with. But it's not like a mission you complete it and then that's it done. You know, you can get targets, go and get other people. The way that you can kill them is different. And the way that people react is different every single time you play it. It feels like a, an active world. You know, it's a fashion show in Paris, and you walk in and there's literally hundreds of people watching the fashion show or drinking cocktails or doing stuff, and they all react differently to you. And every time you play it, they react different. Very few games can get that right. Yeah. couple of things. It's glitched at times. Okay. Secondly, the servers are terrible. And it wow. has... For a single-player game, you have to be online to play it. Boo! That's strange. Why online? I don't really know. They say it's to do with the contracts and things like that, because you can get online contracts. It's constantly updating, isn't it? Yeah, but... Oh, that makes sense, for the leaderboards and stuff. But it's... You know, when you when your server's down and you can't play a single-player game, it feels a bit... Yeah. Weird, and or you're mid-mission and it disconnects the internet, so you, you lose your progress. Yeah, that's like, sure. You know, like I'm sure they'll sort all this, but uh, like the actual mechanic itself is great. Um, so far, I've killed a guy by drowning him in a toilet. Nice, <laughs> that's fucking uh, epic. <laughs> um, some other ways to go. So I've blown a guy up with an explosive rubber duck. Nice. Um, I have just shot someone. As in, that's how I, that's how I assassinated. Just walked into the room, shot him, turned around, walked out. Never get seen. It was great, but it's just the, 
the way you want to play that. And and I tell you something, I want to go through the Paris missing without changing my costume and without getting seen. So and there's, I'm trying there's to multiple think of a way. times of things you want to do it. Yeah, like, and as you do things or you assassinate certain people within that mission, you start to unlock other things. So at the beginning, you start outside, and one of the things is you've got to get into the event itself and into areas. But you could actually next time unlock a perk that allows you to start undercover as kitchen staff. Oh, oh right. Or in different areas, and there's multiple different ways you pick up a lot from conversations. So okay. if, I, if I'm listening to someone talk and he says, Oh, have you heard about this? He only drinks this type of cocktail, but no one knows how to make it. And then you go down, you find the cocktail menu um, and how to make it, and you go upstairs and you pat it to someone, and then all of a sudden there you're a sort of associate because you can make the cocktail, but of course you're going to add poison to the cocktail that only he drinks. Yeah. Boom. You know what I mean? Oh, that sounds cool. It is really, really cool. It takes a little bit of getting used to, and it can be frustrating at times when a perfectly going plan messes up because of some weird thing happens yeah um but it's really really enjoyable and um i, I will be upgrading it to the full version to be honest because uh and i quite like this as a person that can't play games all the time coming out one episode a month i can handle yeah. that yeah it gives you time to play it you personally because obviously yeah. having a child having a wife you've got yeah. things to do where me and kev we get to just sit around and play games all the time and it's so, not getting a release till january 2017 now disc release oh okay so it's a bit of a while away okay so let's just say it's 11 pound it's episode one should people pick it up yes buy it before you buy the whole experience even if you're an absolution fan because it is different Make play through it, stick with it, try and learn the mechanic, and if you like it, buy the whole thing, like I will. But it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, this that was a long talk about just what we've been planning the reviews and <laughs> uh, let's get into the news. Um, I, the first piece of news is kind of a sad piece of news, in my opinion. Um, Xbox One's most famous video game developers and creators of Fable. And black and white. I don't even know what black and white is. Anyone know what, what? black and white is? Are you joking no me? Idea. What, what the hell is black and white? Oh, Peter Molyneux game from ages ago. It's like a god simulator. <laughs> okay. Uh, has closed its doors. In a surprising news, Microsoft has announced that Lionhead Studios <gasps> is to shut down. Founded by Peter Molyneux in 1996. Wow. I was... I don't know how old it was. I was born in two. Okay. Um, anyway, let's get into. Let's talk about it. They've shut down. Okay. They've not shut down yet. They've got. It's, they're shutting down. Yeah. Okay. Any of you to play Fable Legends? No, and I've had it installed no. for about three months. Okay, I played Fable Legends at uh, at EGX. The game was awful. Why did they not make Fable Four? In what sense was it awful? In what sense was it awful? Yeah, why Why didn't you the, like it? The gameplay, because it wasn't Fable. That's right, okay. why I didn't so, like it. it yeah, was, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it, it was a four-player um, dungeon crawler where, you know, what? I think you both of us, we most know what the game was, but it, was, yeah. it wasn't Fable. They should have called it something else, and I think people actually would have got behind it. But Fable is you take your character, you got your dog, you go get drunk, you go have sex with loads of women, you get STDs. Um, do you know what I Sounds mean? Like that Kev's was life. 
<laughs> but you know, that was Fable to me. That, um, I love. I played that game co-op with Haley. Uh, two, three. I enjoy two and three. I know a lot of people don't like three, but I enjoy both. And it's such a shame because if they would have brought out a Fable four, that studio would still be around today. Uh, well, I know it's not gone yet, but you understand what I'm trying to say. I wonder where the decision came from to change from like a regular RPG to this dungeon crawler type thing. Do you reckon it was Microsoft interfering or do you reckon it was like a decision of the studio? Uh, Eddie would be speculative, wouldn't it? But I think it might have been the studio maybe just wanting to do a free to play or um, Microsoft maybe going, we don't have anything free to play. This is a model which is huge in the world. Why use are the best at this? Use go and develop it. It could be either or. Like, but it didn't start off as a free to play. It went free to play. Mm. It wasn't designed as a free to play game. It, it went and it, when there was no buzz and no one was pre orders and stuff like that, it went free to play. Right. So, I just the amount of assets they must have put into this as well, and now they're just abandoning them. it. They can keep their assets. That's Microsoft. Yeah, true. This I'm not saying that it won't be a fable, another fable game, because it's my, I think Microsoft owns the IP, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, they do. They own the, they do. They own the studio, so they all know it's property. Yeah. So, uh, will there be another fable? I really hope so, because I really love fable. Um, I feel bad for the guys at Lionhead Studios are losing their jobs. Um, I, I, I was more upset about press play. So, what happens to press play? They are closed. So what? explain to the people who don't know, what is Press Play? Press Play were the studio that done Max, Curse of the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, they had another game that the name always escapes me, Project, Knox, Project Knoxville, that was okay. coming out, um, that looked really, really good, and you know they were keeping regularly updated. And sort of out of nowhere, they just get closed down. What does this mean for Microsoft? They're shutting down first-party studios. And Phil, I, I see a tweet from Phil, and Phil we trust on this show, Kev. I don't know about you, but me yeah, and Ross absolutely. and Phil we trust. Um, he said he said he's upset about shutting them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but he's bringing new IP. So do you think that means they're just they've got they buy it? They've got another studio in mind to bring in some new IP. What do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, I think that's the case. I think also what they might do is they'll cherry pick the best talent from those studios and just keep them on board and just like shuffle them about within Microsoft. So I don't think we're going to lose uh, the talent that's making the game. I just think those particular studios and those titles they're working on are going to vanish. Fair enough, fair enough. One thing I do want to say, and I want to always give credit where credit's due, PlayStation tweeted out that they were holding a... Um, I'm not sure what it was. I think it was some sort of event for jobs for the people mm. that actually lost their jobs at Lionhead Studios, which is some classy piece of work there. I think that's absolutely amazing. Losing the job sucks. I'm sure all of us have lost a job in our life before. For for the competition to be like, okay, come here and uh, we'll try to sort you out of a job. That's amazing, in my opinion. I, I'm going to call myself Mystic Kev because the second I heard this news, I said to someone, how long till Sony tries to snap up all these employees? And then, like, a day and... later, the news broke. <laughs> hey, Kev, what's the lottery numbers going to be, mate? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Bet on that. <sighs> I'm never doing that. That's not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, sad news, but um, it does happen in the industry, unfortunately. Ross? Yo. The division which we haven't stopped talking about, and yeah. we didn't talk about UFC. No, it's all right. We'll get to UFC. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, the division is Ubisoft's biggest 
launch ever. No surprise, really, is it? In 24 hours, The Division has sold more than any other Ubisoft game and become the, f- the second fastest new IP of all time. Very interesting. Is it really a surprise? I don't think any of us are surprised, to be honest. It, I mean, no. uh, the build-up's been so long that I think it just the hype was unreal. I'm, I know I've been looking forward to it for... What's it been, two, three years now we've been waiting for this game? Something like that. Yeah. And I think it's unique as well in like the console space. We've not really got anything like it. I know you could say Destiny sort of like, and it is in a way, because I play Destiny a lot, but it's different as well in a lot of aspects. So The question I want to pose to you guys is a different question to actually about the division, but me and Ross know because we both were receiving review copies of the game. And obviously the review embargoes will till the day of it coming out. Yeah, Kev, calm down. We'll sort you out next time, I promise. <laughs> um, do we need day one reviews to sell our IP then? Obviously not. I've, I think well, it... Def- for this, it needed to, needed to have people online because is, is, am I right in saying that the best parts of that game are in the dark zone? Um, yeah. I think it's a 50-50. I enjoy I both. Dis- yeah. Yeah, I, I get, I'm playing with Alfredo. That's who I've been playing with. And he's very good at these type of games. So going in the dark zone with him, he's fun because he knows what he's doing. He knows how to run rats. When I go in there on my own or maybe with other people, it's not going to be as fun because I don't know what I'm doing. But following a leader that knows what they're doing, it's a ton of fun. Me, myself, going in there, underpowered, not... I don't think it would be that much fun, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I'm running with like people who aren't so hardcore, and I find it really enjoyable as well. I mean, cool. That's good. That's yeah. good to know. It's. I mean, it, I don't think it matters about how experienced you are. It's just, it's so like nerve wracking and fun when you've got some loot and you're just waiting for that chopper. Like they say, it's that. What is it? Thirty yeah. seconds of panic where you just like, oh crap, somebody's going to attack us. You better watch out. And you all take these positions, and it's just like the yeah. longest like thirty, ninety seconds of your life. Yeah, that's very true. I will give you that. That is very true. That is a ton of. It is a ton of fun. It's a ton of like, clinching bomb bags <laughs> yeah. and s- s- make sure no one comes after you. And if they do, sorry guys, I'm getting my loot on that rope. Mm. Sorry about you guys, but I'm getting it on there. If you die, you die. Unfortunately. Go on, Russ. What was you was gonna say? No, like I, I haven't been spending too much time in the dark zone, and maybe just because it was new today. But I done three, like lifts basically. You know, when I was getting loot out. And every single one, I was having an absolute blast. Cool. Until Rick Crossley shot someone by accident. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. It's weird because that happened to me a couple of times. I accidentally shot someone, and you just sort of stand there, and look at the guy, like that was an accident. Please don't shoot me. That was, and then he starts shooting. You're like, I've got to kill you now, dude, and I've got yellow weapons, and you haven't, so you're gonna die. Sorry. It just happens. It just happens. But so qu- the question was though, do we need day one reviews, or was just this a unique case? A single player, yes. Online multiplayer, no. Kev? Uh, Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I think a lot of it to do do with it is the hype and how long it's been in that certain game. Because it's so unique, I think it was like a one-off thing. But, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ross, me and you had, uh, on the last episode and the episode before, we spoke about Microsoft and uh, uh, how Xbox Live kept going down. Yes. And something, again, I think Sony's very good at. When PSN goes down, they compensate people. Even if it's just a day or whatever it is, they do compensate people. Um, The story is Microsoft is considering compensating Xbox Live users for its recent downtime. Um, That headline pisses me off, number one. That headline headline makes me very angry. 
I was in that conversation when okay. it was happening. It was Nelson and Reddit, wasn't it? That's correct, yeah. And I was posting about this, and it's like, that, you know, you, if your Sky TV goes down, you don't get your money back. That's not true. That's not true at all. Oh. If your Sky TV goes down, um, you can actually ring them up and be compensated. I have for my mum on a number of occasions. I did not know that. I'm okay. I stand corrected. <laughs> my, no look, one done that and read it. <laughs> no, like, but this pisses me off. Number one, because considers why are you considering Xbox Live went down? It's your fault. I pay for a service. It went down. You should compensate me. Uh, you don't agree? If if it was down. Three days in a row, or a day in a row, or twelve—you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I don't think it's been that bad. It, no, I totally agree with you. It hasn't been that bad, but for goodwill, we again—we always talk about it, and unfortunately, this is how it is. But we are losing the battle. PlayStation went down for a day, and they compensated people for a day. Even if you compensate people for a day, what's the problem? I don't see what the big deal is. It's like it went down for a collectively of 24 hours over a month of three days. Here's a day's Xbox Live. It's added to your account. So that doesn't. Ev- so every person that's got gold gets an extra day, basically, even if they're logged in that day or not? If that's what makes it easier, it's a day. What's a day? A day's nothing. It just makes. I think that just gives you goodwill in me. It's like, oh, they do but care. It sets the expectation for the future. It means that every time it goes down, they've got to compensate. As soon as you open that can of worms, then you've got to do it all the time. And I can understand why they'd be hesitant to do that. True. Because like for some people, it's going to be down more than others. I said, us in the UK, we weren't too badly hit. No. Um, until late at night. America, I can understand, because it was like dinner time, wasn't it? When they were sort of getting yeah. hit, you know, prime gaming time. But, you know, as soon as they say, right, you know, we've, we were down for a grand total of nine hours, so we're going to give you nine hours back, then people expect every time Xbox Live is down for an hour, no matter what, they're going to get the time back. And it's very, very hard for them to measure that, find out who is online, or do they give it to everyone? It just opens a huge, huge can of worms. And credit to uh, Nelson, you know, Major Nelson, but... You know, I'm sure it's not him that makes that decision. He said no, he would suggest not. it on Reddit. That's all he said is, I will suggest it to the guys. I feel Nothing bad else for, has been said. I feel bad for Major Nelson because I feel like he's the guy that has to jump on that grenade and be like, okay, I'm going to try and cover this up as much as I can and hopefully the blast radius doesn't hit too many people. I'm sure he's paid enough, though, to do that. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Oh, come on. I would jump on it. Microsoft. Message to all of you guys. If you want me to jump on anything... I'm down. Anything. No, just paint <laughs> anything. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll paint watch that. Kev, you bastard. <laughs> Kev, you haven't waded on this. What do you think? Are you on my side or on Ross's side? Uh, do for once in his lifetime, Ross actually made some good points. I think. I it, hate when he makes yeah, good points. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I first read the title, I was like, yeah, I want to be compensated for the downtime. But the more you think about it, it would just be in, like a logistical nightmare for them. Uh, every time people will be like like if it goes down for 10 minutes people will be like oh I want ten, my 10 minutes back and it would just get out of control so yeah wait like, for me what you could do it in other ways right and I'm not saying an avatar t-shirt right but you know, at the end of this month we go look sorry our performance hasn't been good this as much so this month you're going to get three games for gold games for the Xbox One and three for the Xbox 360 boom there you go 
and, yeah, and but people... that costs a lot of money. That costs more money <laughs> than giving people a days and go. That you'd have to then go Not... to a publisher, get them to give you a game, pay them for it because they have to be compensated for the, what they're going to lose on sales, which is probably not a lot, depending on what the game is. I'd rather take the Avatar T-shirt. I'm not even going to lie. Right. That... But what about a first-party Microsoft one that they're going to release anyway that they're not going to be making any royalties off of anyway? Two seconds. We're getting a phone call from Hayley. All right, let's get her on the show, shall we? Hello, Hayley. You're on my Xbox and me. One minute. You can't hear her. Talk. <laughs> so professional so professional but babe you know you're on my xbox and me right now right yeah you just said all right cool. but you talked about chinese <laughs> can i have a kebab egg fried rice all right don't worry about the food see you later <laughs> i thought that'd be funny for you guys but she talks about food my bad um and yeah cool I've lost my train of thought. Let's get on to the next story. Uh, EA has dashed hopes that the new Mass Effect will come out this year and it will instead rely on Battlefield and Titanfall. Wow, wow, wow. Russ? Although, to be fair, it is two first-person shooters that the EA are relying on Christmas on this year. Russ. Yo. Russ. Mass Effect. A yeah. game I've not played before. But I know and I've heard great things. Battlefield. Hardline was piss poor. Story mode. Yeah, but that's his full Battlefield. Let me, let, let me get there. Titanfall 2 has a single player campaign. Titanfall 1 was a good game for 10 minutes. Is these two games enough to bridge the gap of Mass Effect? Tell me. Yes. R- Kevin Tarney. No. Yes, finally. <laughs> That's what I like to see. Finally, there's a battle. I totally side with Kevin Tarney, of course. Never going to side with that Miller guy. No, I, unfortunately not. Is this EA's fault? Did they have everyone's expectations too high and have they left it too late to delay it? No, because it always comes out in March. So you why said, would it be any different? You said that last last episode, so... <laughs> <laughs> Like, it comes out in March, every single time, or round about, but between January and March, doesn't it? And it was always going to be that case. I don't know why this is um, considered, or why people are up in arms about it. Well, you added it to the newsreel, not me. Yeah, no, because it is news, <laughs> but also, Kev said no, and you're, I'm assuming you're agreeing with Kev in this, that Battlefield and Titanfall are not enough for Christmas. Do you know that Battlefield, right, on... Friday had more players than Battlefront on Xbox One. That doesn't surprise me. Okay. And Titanfall hasn't came to PS4 before. True. I'll give you... I hate it when he makes good points. I'm sort of just, <laughs> I sort of just sit here like, oh, I wonder what he thinks. And I think I'm going to disagree with him. And then he makes a good point. I'm like, ugh. Every time. I still disagree. That's why this news story. Yeah, 100%. I still disagree. I just... I don't think there's enough there um, but they haven't got the options. The game is delayed. People need to get over it. Um, yeah. There's another new story. Something that may excite a lot of people. Rush, you're going to have to take this one because I can't pronounce one of the words in that title. Yeah, no problem. Um, good for all of you late 90s gamers out there. Bill Gates has confirmed that he looked into bringing back Age of Empires. 
and it was Microsoft's biggest game of the 90s and early noughties and is a real-time strategy game which allowed users to form and expand the Roman Empire and defeat other empires, for example. Um, and I played it. It was great. One of my first experiences of network real-time strategy gaming. Interesting. But, yeah. So Bill doesn't really do much with Microsoft anymore. <laughs> Bill sort of just there, he's there. <laughs> he's just there, he's just Bill Gates. Um, but during an Ask Me Anything session in Reddit, uh, the philanthropist, you've got me so I can say that word and then I can't say it. <laughs> philanthropist admitted they may as well just head back to the world of technology for a reboot of the classic game. So, there we go. That was I, a brilliant game. So. I was too young to understand these type of games when they were come right. out. So I did actually have Age of Empires on the PS2. Do you remember that with the blue case? Oh, I do actually, yeah. Ah, there you go. I had that. I never understood the game, so I was like, oh, this is rubbish. This is crap. What the hell is this? Now that I'm old enough and understand what the games are, I would totally be in for a new Age of Empires. Just, it was an old version. Like Command & Conquer was big about the same time in mm-hmm. PS1. And PC, and it was just an older version of that. And and you know something, we played four player over a local network once, and it was phenomenal building elephants to knock over barricades and things like that. Yeah, Kev, was you was you an Age of Empires fan? I was. I like Age of Empires two. I played that game so so much. I've got it over there on my shelf. It's just it it was like I don't play many RTS games, and that's the one game that actually like got its hooks into me got me addicted mm-hmm. me and my brother we used to like like you said play across a local network you'd be on one pc yeah. i'd be on the other one and the game is so addictive and i mean even age of as well so i'm really happy about this news and i didn't know this was happening to be honest so awesome well you know it's not been officially announced or anything it was just someone asked a question and read it and an ama and he basically said you know why that i would take control of that sort of thing that's something i want to happen so if there's any person who's going to money, the world, sure. Bill Gates. Well. What's, what's Notch <laughs> doing nowadays? He could make it. He oh, um, could. <laughs> don't worry, Russ. My Xbox and me's always got you covered for that, that hot scoop out here that you don't see on Reddit because I always miss them. <laughs> Russ, um, you can take the next one as well because um, I, I'm done with reading this. <laughs> nah, fair enough. <laughs> So EA has revealed the rather underwhelming contents of the first Battlefront DLC mm-hmm. as Finn himself campaigns for a story mode. I met him. I want to add that right there, that I met him in the cinema and didn't even have a clue who he was. Did you take him in his outer rim? That reference went <laughs> over my head. Okay. Um, the full details of the Outer Rim DLC for Star Wars Battle <laughs> have been revealed. I understand and, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not sure that the fans are going to be that excited about it. Glad no. I never season pass. I like the game, but glad I never bought it. <laughs> um, so, for those uh, hoping for a bit more meat on Battlefront's bones, you're not alone. Uh, John Boyega, who claims to be a fan of Battlefront, Battlefront and its previous incarnations tweeted to EA to complain about the lack of a story mode. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Imagine that. The actor in like the film of the century that everybody loved. I guarantee is like, Yo, Disney game needs more was content. like, naughty. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Well, they, did, they did agree to the UK studio. 
And right. they, they weren't even the ones that made the game, were they? No, I was going to say it was made by Dice in Sweden, <laughs> so I don't know what that would help. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted the wrong company. Come on, amateur move, Boyega. I know, and it's it's just a publicity stunt, isn't it? Because it's not as if they're going to go, you know what, John Boyega's right. Let's go and make a full <laughs> single-player campaign for this. All the millions of people saying they want a single-player campaign, that you lot can suck it. The lead role in Star Wars, you, sir, one of the lead roles. We know who the lead role is, so no spoilers, you know. But the rest of you can suck it. This guy wants it, he gets it. Just made it just for him. Yeah. And the only sort of, like, I don't know. The final DLC doesn't come out until January next year. Okay. How many people are going to be on the servers at that point? Um, Those, Those nerdy Star Wars fans, if there ain't no Jar Jar, I ain't playing. Well, that's the thing, is it's, it could, it's rumoured to have some stuff about the Rogue One movie, which comes out in December. True. So if that does, that could pique people's interest again, especially if they sell the season pass off street cheap at that point. But, uh, do you want to know the top 10 games for February? I do want to know the top 10 games for February. Please tell mm-hmm. me. Okay. Far Cry Primal. Nice. COD Black Ops 3. Okay. I'm still playing that. Well, I'm still wait- I'm still waiting for Kev Tony to play it with me. So I'm gonna call him out right now. He made me buy a game and then never played it with once. me. <laughs> Cost me forty pound and he ain't played it with me. <laughs> just to say that this is across all platforms and not just Xbox, but the looks of things. Yes, it is. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. How is that still on MPD's top ten? I've played it more this month than what I have done any time. <laughs> we all played it together, actually. It's still a great game. They've added oh, so much to online. A hundred percent. It's a phenomenal game still. Right, I'm just going to pick out a few things. So Minecraft's still in there. Fallout Four still in there, and uh, Lego Marvel's Avengers. Uh, you're missing well. the most important one: NBA 2K16. <laughs> okay. Look. So, I thought it'd be funny, this was the last news story, I thought it'd be fun to guess next month's MPD and what we think will hit the top 10. So, let's go, we'll go around, we'll uh, start with you, Kev, would you MPD, reckon? We'll think about what's come out. It's the American um, sales. So, it tells you they, they announced MPD sales, yes, it correct. <sighs> yes. So, we'll do what's one each and we'll one? go, yeah. Uh, the division. What would you say would be number one? I to- I'm with you there 100%. Ross Miller? <laughs> Plants v Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. What, number one? Oh, no, no. I, I, I just end the top 10 somewhere. Okay. I would say UFC is probably going to break it. Hitting. Yeah. Um, Hitman, possibly? Uh, well, Multi- yeah. Mo- multi-platform would you think so will it have the legs do you think there's enough out there and then there's enough people that are going to want to buy it to hit the top get in the top 10 i think the 11 quid price point might help as well that's a good fucking point mr miller good fucking point i'm trying to think what else is that minecraft to be in there so again caught yeah. so grand theft auto so caught and i'm really surprised fifa's not in there nah NBA, but nba sells like crazy it's crazy it's weird well that's an interesting one. Interesting yeah. one. Then. And that is the end of the news. Um, let's talk Can about... I talk what... about UFC? Yes, let's... Ross Miller, let's talk about UFC 2 and promote something that we're going to be doing. 
How is UFC 2, Mr. Miller? A lot better than the first one. Interesting. Is it? A is it Fight better. Night, though? No. See, it's not Fight Night, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> Can I point that? I think I said this before, but they broke their own promise. Yeah, saying about how it'll be every other year. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bastards. I don't think we're going to get that EA Access deal now. <laughs> uh, I do watch yeah, UFC, but UFC I've fan? never played any of the games, so... Wait, Kev, uh, do you have EA Access? Sort of. I do game sharing, and the person I game share with has got EA Access. So in order to get games off EA Access, I have to sign into their account to download the game, and then I can play it on my account. So I sort of have it, if that makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. So you have it, pretty much. Fine, I'll give you that then. So are you um, going to play it for UFC? It's one of those games that I think is best played with someone. I don't think I'll actually sit down and play by myself through career mode or anything. Uh, what? You're crazy. The career mode's usually cool. Russ, tell me the career mode's good. The career mode is more of the same. It's slightly different <laughs> in the sense. It's more of the same in the first one, yeah. They, they, you, you can't buy attributes anymore, so you can't go in and say, oh, I'm just going to make myself... You know, you can't max out everything that early anymore. Uh, my ground game's good, my striking's decent, but my submissions and countering things is not very good. And I am ranked ninth in the career in the, divi- in the career division. So that's about 20, 18 fights, maybe. Have you bought the game, or are you still playing on your EA Access? Well, I, I have bought the game, but it doesn't come out till Tuesday. So, okay, so you can actually play the career mode in EA yeah. Access. Ten hours. I will have a go. And my ten hours. My ten hours. I've only got about forty-five minutes left. Okay, I'll save an hour for uh, Mr. Miller versus MC Fixer, um, which will be on Twitch.tv/slash MC Fixer. I, I want to talk about something, right? And I don't know if you know about this. It has an ultimate team mode. Yes, I was going to ask you about it. What's it like? Okay. Actually, okay. I didn't know how they were going to do it. You create a team of five fighters. Create a create a fighter sort of idea, um, and you're very basic now. Instead of just leveling ba- up basic your characters, bitch. basic being like you don't have any amazing moves. You can't do spinning back fish. You can't do this. You can't do that. Cool. You got a starter pack which will add some moves to you and some upgrades to your stats and things like that. And that's what the cards do. As it gives you upgrades it gives you health back for all your team to think across and you get this team of five fighting across the five divisions to try and win a title nah all I'm not buying no, it honestly actually I didn't think I would like it and I really really enjoyed it nah I don't like it. I'm not in I'm already not invested that sounds like microtransaction central or oh, it is it's just FIFA Ultimate Team it's just yeah. buying packs Nope, I'm not in. I'm not right. my. I am not into crack cocaine, and I'm not gonna start right now. Right, okay. <laughs> um, but I, I quite like it. But also something that you'll be quite happy about. Go on, hit me. It's got a knockout mode where there's no uh, ground game. Yes. Oh fuck yes! I'm buying this game. What is that in Ultimate Team or is that in just normal matches? It's just normal matches. Yes, one Russ Miller versus MC Fixer knockout it's not, only. It's not going to be knockout only. Hey, fuck it's you, guy against it's the ground. I'm not playing. I'm not playing otherwise. Is that, you, well, that's what I want. I want fight night, but they're not giving it to me. I can't do much about it. If they don't give me the game, I have to play what the closest to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
they've redeveloped the whole ground game as well, so no longer is it quarter turns of the right stick. You literally just hold the stick in a direction. I'm holding the stick in a different direction, and it's a bit of like rock, scissors, paper. That's all it is now. It's no. much more simplified. You mean rock, paper, scissors, right? Not rock, scissors, paper. I'll see it whatever way I want to see it. <laughs> okay. Got um, a bit aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, very true. Okay, well, that is the end of the show. Let me just say one more time. Um, Our advertisement, our sponsorship from Mike Lynch. Again, please go check out youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. Show him some My Xbox and Me love. um, And check out his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch streams. Um, I'd really appreciate it. I know he would. Let's plug, plug, plug ourselves and get ourselves out of here. Let's start with our guest, Kevin. I need to again say thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Um, Just my Twitter, plug on Twitter, at Don't Shoot Tarny. And you can also find me on my regular podcast, uh, Out of Lies with this Scottish fella. And uh, yeah, come listen to us. (laughs) Yeah, when he's in there, don't crap out. (laughs) (laughs) Ross, what about you? Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Out of Life Pod, which is mm. me, band Out of Life, and I do a podcast with some. Don't tell them where I am. Peterborough. <laughs> <laughs> I said you're from yeah. there, you don't currently stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. And hit me up on Twitch. That's what I'm pushing at the moment. Twitch.tv slash MCFixer. Um, like I said, I'm streaming tons of The Division. Me and Mr. Kevin Tarnley there have been playing Borderlands also, which I forgot to talk about. But we've been, we played a ton of that. And I really love that loved, game. We were running through that like crazy. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and that's it. Thank you guys for watching. I'm going to love you. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to tell Kevin Tarnley right now, if you get the fucking last word, I will stab you. And I'll see you guys later.